Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. You need to see yourself as a steward, not an owner of the money that you have. Once you understand that it isn't your money, it's His money, and then He just blesses us and our finances improved. God really blessed our finances. You can trust God with your money. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Monday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. Today, I'm gonna begin a brand new series, and I'm gonna start talking about financial stewardship. I know that uh, talking about finances is not everybody's favorite subject, especially when a preacher starts talking about it. People think that you're doing this only for ulterior motives, trying to get people's money. But you know, when I teach on healing, I'm not teaching on healing for myself. When I teach on, you know, relationships, I'm not teaching on that for myself. I'm teaching on this to benefit you. And I know that there's people that will always be suspicious, but nonetheless, it's just important. And I really feel like that the Lord was just speaking to me that this is so important that I need to devote some television time to this. You know, I remember back many, many years ago, this has been like 30 years ago or something, when I was only on uh, radio, and I remember a man from our KLT broadcast in Brighton, Colorado, and he wrote into the station manager, and he was just livid that I would talk about finances on radio, and he threatened to sue me, which, of course, I don't know what he was thinking of. I don't know how you sue a radio minister for what he's preaching on. But he was saying that, you know, this is for the mature saints. This is, this is like, uh, you know, one of the things that only happens to those who are really committed fanatics uh, seeking the Lord, that you shouldn't be taking radio or television time talking about money. And he was just livid. And yet it's really just the opposite. It's the opposite. The Bible teaches that trusting God in your finances is the least use of your faith. If you can't do that which is least, you can't do that which is greatest. And as I go through this series, I've got a lot of materials on this. I've got a a book here on financial stewardship. I've got a study guide that is made so that you can teach other people and use this as a study. Uh, I've got uh, testimonies, six testimonies of people that have seen financial breakthroughs in their lives. And then we have CDs, DVDs. We also have a book in Spanish and a study guide in Spanish. And as I go through this teaching, I think one of the things that you're going to learn is that this is possibly the reason that you aren't seeing breakthroughs in your physical healing, in your marriage, in other areas, is because if you can't trust God in that which is least, then that's going to hinder you trusting Him in other areas. So this is more important than what most people think. And I believe that this has the potential of just revolutionizing your life. You know, every person watching this program, you need money. And you may, somehow or another, there's a religious attitude that we don't talk about this, you don't seek money, you don't uh, desire money, you just should seek the Lord and everything will just automatically happen. Well, I'm gonna be dealing from Mark chapter 6, verse 33, where it says, Seek first the kingdom of God and all His righteousness, and all of these things will be added unto you. I will be dealing with that. But you know, the people who sit there and are sometimes the most critical talking about finances are people that just spend so much effort about this, and yet they don't wanna uh, ever get any teaching from the Word. 
YOU KNOW, I HAVE HEARD A STATISTIC. I PERSONALLY HAVE NOT VERIFIED THIS, BUT I'VE HEARD SOMEBODY SAY THAT, LIKE ON THE SUBJECT OF, uh, YOU KNOW, HEAVEN AND HELL, THERE'S SO MANY SCRIPTURES, AND THEN ON THE SUBJECT OF FAITH, uh, THERE'S LIKE A THOUSAND SCRIPTURES IN THE BIBLE, BUT WHEN IT COMES TO THE SUBJECT OF FINANCES, THERE'S OVER 2,000 SCRIPTURES THAT RELATE TO THAT. JESUS TALKED ABOUT MONEY AND USED MONEY AS AN ILLUSTRATION FOR FAITH AND HOW TO RELATE TO GOD PROBABLY MORE THAN HE TALKED ABOUT HEAVEN AND HELL ISSUES OR ANYTHING ELSE. NOW, AM I SAYING THAT MONEY IS THE MOST IMPORTANT THING? NO, I'M, I'm SAYING IT'S ACTUALLY THE LEAST, BUT IT IS A BEGINNING POINT. AND IF YOU CAN'T TRUST GOD, IF YOU HAVEN'T GOT IT WORKED OUT IN THIS AREA OF FINANCES, IT'S GOING TO HINDER YOU IN EVERY OTHER AREA OF YOUR LIFE. SO I REALLY BELIEVE THAT THIS IS IMPORTANT. I REALLY BELIEVE THAT THIS IS FOR YOUR BENEFIT. AND I JUST WANT TO OVERCOME THE CRITICISM, THE HINDRANCE THAT PEOPLE HAVE OF MINISTERS TALKING ABOUT FINANCES. YOU KNOW, I DON'T HAVE ANY WAY OF PROVING THESE THINGS TO YOU. YOU CAN HAVE YOUR OPINION. YOU KNOW, OPINIONS ARE LIKE NOSES. EVERYBODY HAS ONE. USUALLY HAS A COUPLE OF HOLES IN IT. I'M NOT SURE THAT I'LL CHANGE EVERYBODY'S OPINION, BUT THE TRUTH IS I'M DOING THIS FOR YOUR BENEFIT. THIS IS FOR YOU. IT IS BENEFICIAL TO YOU. AND SOME OF YOU MAY BE SAYING, WELL, MAN, I NEED MY MARRIAGE HEALED. I NEED MY BODY HEALED. I NEED THIS AND THIS. WHY ARE YOU TALKING ABOUT MONEY ON TELEVISION? BECAUSE THIS IS A STARTING POINT. AND AS I GET THROUGH THIS, I'M GOING TO SHARE SOME THINGS WITH YOU THAT I THINK WILL REALLY AMAZE YOU AND IT WILL MAKE A HUGE DIFFERENCE IN THE WAY THAT YOU RECEIVE FROM GOD. I'M GOING TO BE USING A LOT OF SCRIPTURES, BUT I'M GOING TO BE REVOLVING A LOT OF THE THINGS THAT I SAY AROUND LUKE CHAPTER 16. THIS USED TO BE ONE OF THE MOST CONFUSING PASSAGES OF SCRIPTURE IN THE BIBLE TO ME. I JUST DID NOT UNDERSTAND THIS PARABLE ABOUT THE UNJUST STEWARD. I COULD UNDERSTAND A PERSON BEING UNJUST IN HIS USE OF HIS MASTER'S MONEY, THAT YOU SEE THAT ALL of THE TIME, BUT I COULDN'T UNDERSTAND WHY THE MASTER COMMENDED THE STEWARD WHO WAS STEALING MONEY FROM HIM. IT JUST DIDN'T CONNECT. AND THEN JESUS CAME ALONG AND TOOK THIS ATTITUDE OF THIS UNJUST STEWARD, AND HE USED IT TO START TEACHING IN VERSES 9 THROUGH 13 SOME OF THE uh, STRANGEST SCRIPTURES AT THE TIME TO ME. NOW THAT GOD HAS GIVEN ME REVELATION ON THIS, LUKE CHAPTER 16 HAS BECOME ONE OF MY FAVORITE PASSAGES OF SCRIPTURE. I AM STILL JUST GETTING TREMENDOUS REVELATION FROM THIS. SO I WILL BE COMING BACK TO LUKE CHAPTER 16 MORE AS WE TEACH THROUGH THIS SERIES, BUT I JUST WANT TO START WITH LUKE 16, 1. JESUS GAVE A PARABLE, AND I'M NOT GOING TO DEAL WITH THE WHOLE PARABLE HERE, BUT HE SAYS uh, UNTO HIS DISCIPLES, THERE WAS A CERTAIN RICH MAN WHICH HAD A STEWARD, AND THE SAME WAS ACCUSED UNTO HIM THAT HE HAD WASTED HIS GOODS. AND AS I SAID, I'LL BE COMING BACK AND GOING THROUGH THIS uh, PARABLE IN DETAIL, AND WE'RE GOING TO BE GETTING A LOT OF REVELATION OUT OF THIS. BUT THE FIRST THING THAT I WANT TO SAY AS WE START TALKING ABOUT MONEY IS THAT YOU NEED TO SEE YOURSELF AS A STEWARD, NOT AN OWNER OF THE MONEY THAT YOU HAVE. NOW THAT STATEMENT RIGHT THERE IS RADICAL. AND I CAN GUARANTEE YOU THERE ARE VERY FEW PEOPLE, VERY FEW CHRISTIANS WHO ACTUALLY CONSIDER IT THIS WAY. MOST PEOPLE LOOK AT THE MONEY THAT THEY HAVE AS BEING THEIR MONEY AND IF THAT'S THE WAY THAT YOU VIEW THINGS, WELL, THEN IT'S GOING TO HINDER YOU IN YOUR PROSPERITY. NOW, LET ME JUST SAY FROM THE OUTSET THAT THERE'S TWO DIFFERENT WAYS TO PROSPER. YOU CAN PROSPER JUST THROUGH YOUR OWN EFFORT, 
FOR INSTANCE, YOU CAN GO OUT AND ROB A BANK AND YOU CAN GET MONEY, BUT THERE'S CONSEQUENCES THAT COME WITH THAT. YOU CAN GO OUT AND LIE AND CHEAT AND STEAL. YOU CAN HAVE A SCAM. YOU CAN HAVE A PONZI SCHEME. THERE'S MANY DIFFERENT WAYS FOR YOU TO GET MONEY, BUT THEY AREN'T GOD'S SYSTEM. IF YOU ARE GOING TO BE OPERATING IN GOD'S SYSTEM, AND AS I GO THROUGH THIS, I'LL MAKE THIS MUCH CLEARER. WHEN YOU PROSPER GOD'S WAY, IT TAKES THE EFFORT OUT OF IT. OR LET ME REPHRASE THAT. THERE'S STILL EFFORT, BUT IT TAKES THE TOIL OUT OF IT. IT'S NOT HARD. MATTER OF FACT, OVER IN uh, PROVERBS, CHAPTER 10, VERSE 22, IT SAYS THAT THE BLESSING OF THE LORD, IT MAKETH RICH, AND HE ADDS NO SORROW WITH IT. DID YOU KNOW THAT THERE IS A WAY TO PROSPER, BUT THERE'S SORROW THAT GOES WITH IT. IF YOU GO OUT AND STEAL, IF YOU LIE AND CHEAT, IF YOU ARE STEPPING OVER PEOPLE AND TAKING ADVANTAGE OF PEOPLE AND OPPRESSING THE POOR, YOU CAN PROSPER THROUGH DOING SOME OF THOSE THINGS, BUT, MAN, THERE IS HUGE SORROW THAT GOES WITH IT. THERE IS NO SECURITY. THERE'S NO STABILITY. WHEN THERE'S A DOWNTURN IN THE ECONOMY, MAN, YOU JUST FALL APART LIKE A $2 SUITCASE BECAUSE YOU WERE TRUSTING IN THE STOCK MARKET OR IN ALL OF THESE THINGS. BUT WHEN YOU GET PROSPERITY, GOD'S WAY, HE MAKES YOU RICH. AND THAT WORD RICH THERE ISN'T TALKING ABOUT JUST BARELY ENOUGH TO GET BY. IT'S TALKING ABOUT ABUNDANCE. AND I'M GOING TO BE USING MANY SCRIPTURES, 2 CORINTHIANS CHAPTER 9, VERSE 8, ABOUT THAT HE IS ABLE TO MAKE ALL GRACE ABOUND TOWARDS YOU, THAT YOU ALWAYS, HAVING ALL SUFFICIENCY IN ALL THINGS, MAY ABOUND UNTO EVERY GOOD WORK. THAT'S TALKING ABOUT EXCESS, ABUNDANCE, SO THAT YOU CAN HAVE TO GIVE AWAY TO PEOPLE WHO ARE IN NEED. WHEN YOU PROSPER GOD'S WAY, HE GIVES YOU MORE THAN ENOUGH SO THAT YOU CAN NOT ONLY BE BLESSED, BUT SO THAT YOU CAN BE A BLESSING, AND THERE IS NO SORROW THAT COMES WITH IT. THERE IS WORK. YOU STILL HAVE TO WORK. THE BIBLE SAYS IN 2 THESSALONIANS CHAPTER 3, I BELIEVE IT'S VERSE 10, THAT IF YOU DON'T WORK, YOU DON'T EAT. SO, YES, YOU NEED TO WORK. I'M NOT TALKING ABOUT YOU JUST LAYING ON YOUR COUCH AND DOING NOTHING AND GOD BEGINS TO PROSPER YOU. YOU GO OUT AND SET YOUR HAND UNTO THINGS. DEUTERONOMY CHAPTER 28 SAYS THE LORD WILL BLESS ALL OF THE WORK OF YOUR HANDS. IF YOU SET YOUR HAND TO NOTHING, A HUNDRED TIMES ZERO IS ZERO. SO, YES, YOU HAVE TO WORK. AND YES, YOU HAVE TO BE DILIGENT. YOU HAVE TO WORK HARD AND YOU HAVE TO WORK SMART. BUT WHEN YOU DO IT GOD'S WAY, WHEN YOU ARE LOOKING AND TRUSTING TO GOD, HE WILL MAKE YOU RICH AND HE WILL ADD NO SORROW WITH IT. IF YOU ARE OUT THERE JUST TRYING TO PROSPER ON YOUR OWN, I GUARANTEE YOU THERE IS TOIL, THERE'S SWEAT. MATTER OF FACT, ONE OF THE CURSES THAT CAME UPON ADAM AND EVE AFTER THEY HAD SINNED, HE SAYS, NOW YOU WILL TILL THE GROUND AND IT WILL NOT YIELD TO YOU ITS FULL STRENGTH. IN THE SWEAT OF YOUR BROW, YOU ARE GOING TO EAT BREAD UNTIL THE DAY THAT YOU DIE. THAT WAS PART OF THE CURSE. BUT WE'VE NOW BEEN REDEEMED FROM THE CURSE, GALATIANS CHAPTER 3, VERSE 13, AND NOW WE CAN PROSPER AND GOD CAN MAKE US RICH, AND THERE IS A WAY FOR YOU TO PROSPER TRUSTING GOD THAT WILL TAKE THE TOIL, THE SWEAT, THE HARDSHIP, THE SORROW AND LABOR OUT OF YOUR PROSPERITY. I KNOW SOME OF YOU ARE THINKING, MAN, THIS JUST DOESN'T... I, I DON'T SEEM TO RELATE TO THIS. THAT'S BECAUSE VERY FEW PEOPLE ARE PROSPERING THROUGH GOD'S SYSTEM. MOST PEOPLE ARE LOOKING TO THIS WORLD SYSTEM. MOST OF US DID NOT COME THROUGH uh, A FAMILY THAT WAS REALLY TEACHING GOD'S SYSTEM OF PROSPERITY. THEY TAUGHT THE WORLD SYSTEM. THEY TAUGHT HOW TO SAVE MONEY, HOW TO INVEST MONEY, HOW TO DO THIS AND THIS, AND IT WAS ALL PHYSICAL, NATURAL THINGS. 
and they're just using the world system. Most people watching this program are in hock up to your ears in debt, which is not God's system. Now again, I'm not saying that God hates you or God's mad at you. I'm just saying that that's not what God's Word teaches. And because of it, there is labor, there's travail. It's like you're on this treadmill and you've got to keep going and producing. And if you ever stop for just a moment, man, you're going to fall and you just, you can't rest. You can't enjoy the journey. There is sorrow that goes with your prosperity. I'm telling you that there is a way to prosper through God that is diametrically opposed to this world system. And to me, it starts with exactly what we said right here, that this, he's using the example of a man who is a steward. You know what a steward is? If you look this up in the dictionary, it just means the person who handles the affairs of another person, especially money. A steward is a person who doesn't own the resources themselves, but they manage it for another person. And to me, the, the greatest key to biblical prosperity, prospering God's way, is to start seeing that this is not your money, it's God's money. God has given you money. God has given you prosperity and is wanting you to steward it for Him. It is not yours. If you could get this mindset and start saying, Father, this is yours. What do you want me to do? How do you want me to manage your money? If you could get that mindset, it would just transform the way that you look at things, the way that you give, the way that you respond to money. It would put the responsibility over on God. You know, I remember a, um, a, a cartoon that was in the paper that we cut out and we put it on our refrigerator for a long time, but it showed a person that was laying in bed, but they were, they were propped up. You could tell that they had insomnia. Their eyes were big and their eyes were bloodshot, and they were just sitting there, and you could tell that they were just stressed out to the max that they couldn't sleep. And there was one of these little captions, you know, that came down not from the person in the bed, but from heaven. And it was God speaking to the person, and it says, Go to sleep, my child. I'm going to be up all night anyway. And basically, it was just saying that you don't have to worry about things. Throw your care over on God. Did you know if you feel that you, it's up to you to produce your prosperity, that the burden, the responsibility is all on your back, well, then you are going to be stressed out. And when you come up against a financial problem, man, it's going to be, God, what do I have to do? And it's all going to be your responsibility, and it weights you down. And I tell you, financial problems, I have had a lot of financial problems in my life and in my ministry, and I tell you, financial problems are probably one of the worst things that you ever deal with. They can, they can uh, burden you. They can split marriages. I've seen statistics that financial problems are probably the number one thing that causes uh, contention in marriage and on and on you could go. It's just a heavy burden. But when you say, God, this is yours. I'm a steward. What do you want me to do with your money? Then if you come into a, a bump in the road, if there is a financial problem, you know what? You can cast your care over on the Lord. God, it's yours. I'm doing what you've told me to do. I'm responding. This is what you said to do. It's your problem. And you can go to bed and let God deal with the problem.
I KNOW THAT THERE'S SOME OF YOU RIGHT NOW THAT ARE SAYING, MAN, IT IS NOT THAT SIMPLE. IT REALLY IS IF YOU GET THIS ATTITUDE OF BEING A STEWARD. I ACTUALLY HAD A MAN ONE TIME AS HE WAS RECEIVING THE OFFERING. HE SAYS, I WANT EVERYBODY TO STAND UP. AND THEN, OF COURSE, HE WAS JUST JOKING ABOUT THIS, BUT HE SAYS, NOW REACH INTO THE BACK POCKET OF THE PERSON IN FRONT OF YOU OR INTO THE PURSE OF THE LADY IN FRONT OF YOU AND GET THEIR WALLET AND GIVE LIKE YOU ALWAYS WANTED TO GIVE. AND YOU KNOW, THE POINT THAT HE WAS MAKING IS THAT IF YOU HAD MY WALLET, IF YOU HAD MY MONEY, AND THEN AN OFFERING WAS BEING RECEIVED, YOU KNOW WHAT? YOU WOULD BE A LOT MORE GENEROUS IF IT WAS SOMEBODY ELSE'S MONEY. BUT SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER, WHEN WE SAY THAT THIS IS MY MONEY, I EARNED THIS, THERE IS A TENDENCY FOR US TO TAKE OWNERSHIP, FOR US TO FEEL LIKE THAT, YOU KNOW, THIS IS MINE. HOW DARE YOU, GOD, ASK ME TO GIVE SOMETHING? ONE OF THE FIRST THINGS YOU'VE GOT TO DO IS TO RECOGNIZE THAT EVERYTHING THAT YOU HAVE COMES FROM GOD. AND AGAIN, THIS IS A LEAP FOR MOST PEOPLE, EVEN MOST CHRISTIANS. I SAW A JIMMY STEWART MOVIE ONE TIME. I THINK IT WAS ENTITLED SHENANDOAH. BUT I SAW HIM AND, and HIS FAMILY WAS GATHERED AROUND THE TABLE AND HE WASN'T REALLY A RELIGIOUS MAN, BUT HIS WIFE WANTED HIM TO PRAY OVER THE MEAL. AND SO HE SAID SOMETHING TO THE EFFECT THAT, YOU KNOW, THIS IS OUR FOOD. WE WORKED THE FIELD. WE DUG THE ROCKS OUT. WE PLANTED IT. WE, we WEEDED IT. WE HARVESTED IT. IT'S ALL OUR WORK. WE ALL DID THIS, BUT THANK YOU ANYWAY, IN KIND OF A SARCASTIC WAY. HE WASN'T REALLY BELIEVING. HE WAS JUST TRYING TO APPEASE HIS WIFE. AND THERE'S MOST PEOPLE THAT HONESTLY, THEY FEEL LIKE THIS IS MY MONEY. I WORK FOR THIS. I'M THE ONE THAT WENT AND WORKED 40 OR 50 HOURS OR WHATEVER. WHEN YOU GO TO GET YOUR PAYCHECK, YOU DON'T JUST SAY, OH, THANK YOU, THANK YOU, THANK YOU. YOU DON'T LOOK AT THIS AS A GIFT. YOU LOOK AT IT AS A WAGE. I EARNED THIS. AND MANY TIMES YOU THINK, I SHOULD HAVE EVEN GOTTEN MORE THAN WHAT I DID. AND YOU FEEL LIKE THIS IS YOURS. BUT YOU KNOW, THE TRUTH IS THAT IF IT WASN'T GOD WHO HAS BLESSED US WITH THE FREEDOM THAT WE HAVE IN THIS NATION. OF COURSE, THIS PROGRAM IS BEING SEEN ALL AROUND THE WORLD, BUT MOST OF THE WESTERN NATIONS, IT IS GOD THAT HAS GIVEN US OUR RELATIVE FREEDOM, THAT HAS GIVEN US, YOU KNOW, WE ARE, we are LIVING IN ONE OF THE MOST PROSPEROUS TIMES IN THE HISTORY OF THE WORLD. YOU KNOW THAT THERE ARE KINGS THAT HAVE LIVED IN THE PAST THAT DIDN'T HAVE THE, the THINGS THAT YOU HAVE? THAT DIDN'T HAVE ALL OF THE CONVENIENCES. MAN, WE'VE GOT SO MANY CONVENIENCES. WE'VE GOT OPPORTUNITIES. I MEAN, IT IS JUST NEARLY limited, LIMITLESS WHAT CAN HAPPEN. AND WHEN YOU LOOK AT YOUR HEALTH, WHETHER YOU REALIZE IT OR NOT, GOD IS THE ONE WHO GAVE YOU YOUR HEALTH. GOD IS THE ONE WHO GAVE YOU YOUR TALENTS. NOW, YOU CAN DEVELOP A TALENT, BUT YOU CAN'T DEVELOP WHAT GOD LEFT OUT. YOU KNOW WHAT, THERE'S CERTAIN THINGS THAT I COULD DO, AND IF I WAS TO APPLY MYSELF, I COULD PROBABLY BECOME BETTER IN CERTAIN THINGS, BUT I'M NEVER GOING TO BE AN OLYMPIC STAR. I'M NEVER GOING TO BE, YOU KNOW, a, uh, you know THE BEST uh, AT SOME OF THESE OTHER THINGS. I'M NEVER GOING TO BE A GREAT SINGER. I COULD APPLY MYSELF AND PROBABLY LEARN TO SING BETTER THAN I CAN, BUT THERE'S SOME PEOPLE THAT WHETHER YOU REALIZE IT OR NOT, GOD GAVE YOU SUPERNATURAL TALENTS AND ABILITIES. AND MOST OF THE TIME WE THINK, NO, THIS IS ME. I WENT TO SCHOOL. I DEVELOPED. I GOT THIS. BUT YOU CAN ONLY DEVELOP WHAT GOD GAVE YOU. THE TRUTH IS, WHETHER YOU RECOGNIZE IT OR NOT, IT IS GOD THAT IS YOUR SOURCE. GOD IS THE ONE THAT CAUSED US TO BE BORN AT THIS TIME. GOD IS THE ONE WHO GAVE FREEDOMS TO US IN PREVIOUS GENERATIONS, HAVE FOUGHT AND BLED AND DIED FOR IT. IT'S A GIFT FROM GOD. 
Our talents are from God. Our health is from God. Where you were born is from God. You didn't cause yourself to be born in these nations that have all of this limitless opportunity. Your, your ability to think and to function. I heard a man say one time that all God would have to do is just scramble the chemicals in your brain just a little bit, and man, you'd be able to lick your stamps off the drool coming off your chin. Did you know it's not you that gave yourself your intelligence? Now, again, you can go to school and you can develop it to a degree, but God is the one who gave you everything. Whether you realize it or not, everything you have comes from God. And so any way that you've been able to leverage your talents, your abilities, your education, where you live, opportunities, whatever you've been able to do with it, it came from God. So to me, the first step in getting into God's system of prosperity is to recognize that you're a steward. God, you're the one who gave me my talents, my abilities. You're the one who gave me the opportunities. You're the one who gave me the health. You're the one who is the source of everything. All good things come from you. Without you, I wouldn't have anything. So God, what do you want me to do with my life and with my money? How do you want me to steward it? See, that's the reason that I've entitled this teaching that I've got financial stewardship. If you see it from the standpoint that, God, it's not up to me. I'm not going to sit here and say, well, this is my money, so I'll just spend it however I want to. And you go out and you indulge yourself and do things that aren't beneficial to you, to your family, to other people, but you're just doing things your own way. That's how you get into trouble. Satan uses that attitude to bring you into bondage. The Scripture says, There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. And I guarantee you, if you are leaning under your own understanding, if you're just doing things on your own, this is the reason that so many people are under financial stress, that they're burned out, that they're facing all of these problems, they stay up late at night worrying, is because you have taken responsibility for producing financial prosperity on your own. There is a way to do this, that God is your source, and all you are is a steward. And you're saying, God, thank you for my health, for my talents, for these opportunities. How do you want me to use this? What do you want me to do? When you approach it that way, I guarantee you there is going to be an ability. It says the blessing of the Lord will make rich, and He will add no sorrow with it. You'll be able to sleep at night. You won't be able to worry about things. But it starts with you becoming a steward instead of an owner. That's huge what I'm saying. I've spent all of today basically just introducing this subject. We're going to get a lot further into it and start giving you a lot of scriptural examples and showing you how you can do this. But I'm telling you, if this isn't the attitude that you have, if you are worried about your finances, if you feel under pressure and under a burden, oh God, what am I going to do? One of the first things you need to start doing is to change this mindset and transition from being an owner to being a steward of what God has given you. And I tell you, that will set you free. Let me mention again that I've got a lot of product on this. I've got a book entitled Financial Stewardship. We have a works uh, guide or a study guide that this is used for you to teach other people these things. It's a Bible study type of thing. We have CDs and DVDs on this. And I also have a financial breakthrough DVD with six testimonies of people 
that have taken these principles that I'm talking about, and it's working in their life, and they're very successful people. Now, all of this material will bless you, so listen to our announcer as he gives you this information, and please call or write today. Hello, this is Andrew Womack, and I want to invite you to join me on September the 19th through the 21st in Woodbridge, Virginia. I'm going to be at the Hilton Memorial Chapel. We've been there many times and just always have great meetings. And this year, I'm going to have Jeremy and Sarah Pearsons with me. I promise you, these are some of the up-and-coming ministers in the body of Christ today. It's going to be a great time. Of course, we'll have Jamie with me, and we'll have Charlie and Jill LeBlanc doing praise and worship. It's just going to be a great time of ministry, of praise, uh, prayer for people. Remember, it's September the 19th through the 21st, Hilton Memorial Chapel in Woodbridge, Virginia. Andrew's complete teaching titled Financial Stewardship is available in either a CD or DVD album or as a book or companion study guide. Also available is the Financial Breakthroughs DVD, which includes six true stories of people that experience the freedom of turning their finances over to God. Each of these valuable resources is available for a gift of any amount. Or you can get the Financial Stewardship Package. This package includes the book, study guide, and your choice of either the CD or DVD album, as well as the Financial Breakthroughs DVD. This package has a catalog value of $115, but you can get it today for only $80. Also, Andrew would like to make available his redesigned Living Commentary Bible software. Download your copy of Andrew's Living Commentary and start studying through the Bible with Andrew today. The Living Commentary is available for both Mac and PC for a gift of only $120 exclusively as a download at awmi.net. The individual topic highlighted on today's broadcast is available as an audio CD for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide today's teaching free of charge. You can order resources or become a Grace Partner through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today. Before you were even formed in your mother's womb, God already had determined a purpose for your life, a God-given purpose. God has a purpose to train you in what you're called to do, and I tell you, Karis Bible College is the place for that. Man, if you want a life change, come to Karis. Come on to Karis! The next two to three years could be the most powerful time of your life. 
if you sit under the Word for four hours a day, for five days a week, for two or three years, I guarantee you, you are going to have God speak to you and start revealing purpose to you. Every one of you were created for a purpose. Do you know what that purpose is? We've got a brand new feature on Gospel Truth TV, and that is the on-demand feature. And that's where if you aren't watching at the time your favorite program comes on, you can go back and get whatever you want to see on demand. It's a great new feature. Check it out at gospeltruth.tv.